No, I was just telling him mm-hmm. the first time I met you it was, mm. was an interview. Yeah. Right, and it's like 16 years ago. Oh no. Oh no. Sixteen years ago. What was I doing with my life? I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. Hi, my name is Inge. I sing song. Okay. Do art things. Ken. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to yet another Lion City Rock episode. My name is Chris and with me is my partner, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. Top of the morning to you. How are you yes. doing? That's going back to my, <laughs> my Irish, yep. my Irish roots. <laughs> What's that? Me, me Sorry. Irish. Yeah. Is this because you've been watching the commitments and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, commitments and also... The, the other one that I yeah, the other one I saw also is also uh, based in Dublin, Dublin, Dublin uh, for Flora yeah. and Son. Oh, Flora and Son, yes. With uh, you know, Mister Hewson's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Eve, correct. Eve Hewson is Eve, right? Yeah. She's the leading actress in that. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that yet. That, that Flora one and Son. It's, it's okay. I mean, she's cool. She's nice. I like her. Uh, yeah, I mean, but do you, you know, do you feel that you wasted two hours of your life? No la, no, la, no. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. It's only, only kind of MCU and Star Wars stuff that yeah, really feels, that, like, like, yeah. feels that <laughs> yeah, nowadays. Yeah, those, feels like that nowadays, yeah. Sad to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> Something that used to, you know, give you so much joy and satisfaction. Yeah, man. <laughs> now it's like you freaking hate watch it now. Yeah, man. Yeah, correct, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you hate watching, see how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just or <laughs> maybe you know in the back of your mind you're like naively hoping that please, please don't suck, and then invariably it sucks. Yeah, invariably. Yeah. So yeah, so for instance, so so actually the the uh, I can't remember the name of the uh, the director, but it, it was the same director I did once, which was also based in, in in Ireland. Oh right, yeah, the one which uh, I love, which I love. So it doesn't come anywhere near once. Okay. Once is still by far. By far the superior movie compared to Forest. Hey, it's okay, Forest Sun. Mm, um, okay, but okay. it's okay, Anina. Similar to how I felt about commitments, uh, I mean, oh right, right, right. Didn't yeah, commit yeah. to an ending. <laughs> <laughs> the ending is like what? That's it. Yeah. yeah. So the, I think, else? I think that. But the is, guy from Once is in it. The the guitar player. Yeah. 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 So very young. Yeah. A very young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it you know it fails to deliver the punch at the end, uh, So unfortunately, lah. Uh, so that kind of I think makes it a bit drops it, lah. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's a slice of life kind of. You know, I think it's always nice. You know, I always enjoy all this Irish. Yeah, so yeah, fun no, for it, me. it was very funny because I went to I I went to Dublin mm. uh, after watching that show. So I was like. Because I read that, um, that they had filmed like on location, you know, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of the scenes were all filmed on location, yeah. and you know, it was literally like that. You just go down Grafton Street, you know, and you see those guys busking there. I mean, they still do that there. Now it's a bit more gentrified, right. but back then it's still like that. You go to yeah. a pub yeah. and you see the band there playing all this like you know soul music or, or whatever. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still need to go to Ireland too. Yeah, you should. I mean, I've been to England. I've been to England, London. So which not, is also part of my heritage. It's also part of my heritage. No, I also have English blood. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. because but, my, but it's, my, it's, my grandmother, my, my paternal grandmother is English. Ah, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I need to go to yeah. Ireland, yeah. One of these days. Mm. One thing we forgot to mention last last week or the last episode was that that was our, our big our big 100, you know. So this is like Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is Science City yeah. Rock 101. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But see, yeah. people like us are that. Yeah, but you know, because it. like we did a lot of repeat episodes, so yeah. technically, so, maybe not. <laughs> well, it all depends on how you look at it. If, if, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I always say it's just a number. It's just a number. It's just a number, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, speaking speaking of speaking of numbers, no, not really speaking of numbers. But, <laughs> but but basically, I mean, you know, we, we last week we mentioned that this week's uh, episode mm. is going to feature somebody uh, quite special. Yeah, I mean, special in a sense because I think for for the both of us, uh, we've kind of known the artist and kind of followed the progress over mm. the you know the last. 16 years, 16, 16 years. whatever it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I guess that's what makes it special because you know, we have uh, you know, we are fans of the music and and you know, and friends of and she's also good, a good friend, so mm. that's <laughs> so it's so it's, it was great to kind of uh to have a chance to really kind of talk to her and to finally feature her on, on the, our podcast, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. And this person, of course, is Inchua. Inchua, yes. Yes, Inchua, <laughs> whom, whom we first met and she was still in Poly or whatever it was. Uh, La Salle. So. La Salle, yeah, mm. yeah. All those many years ago. At the time, she was actually fronting a band called Alura. And, yeah, uh, so it was, yeah, so it was kind of like, um, oh. it was a transitional thing, right? Because... Yeah. Um. It was the Auburn Epiphany. Auburn's Epiphany. That was the, uh, and yeah. then at the baby's auditions, this they decided to become Lura on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the story, <laughs> la, You know, all those years ago. Yeah. 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 The, yeah, yeah. For the two seven babies, the budding bands. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. But uh, yeah, la, But but you don't you don't want to listen to us telling the story. Yeah. Exactly. You can actually listen to Inch telling her own music story. Yeah, uh, and it, obviously yeah, and a lot more has happened since then. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, just just so you guys know, this was recorded, um, you know, in a tiny little room somewhere in Goodman Art Center yeah. <laughs> during the Axian Festival, mm. um, where we managed to get a few minutes before her set started. So here it is, Inch Chua. <laughs> Hello, Cree. How are you? I am good. <laughs> You've been running around lately, mm-hmm. right? Right, doing yeah. shows and all. So you you just come from another show. Yes, I did. It's a marathon. It's opening weekend for Pangnamoniums Into the Woods, which is a musical. Mm. So tech week is usually the roughest. It means like eighteen hour work days nonstop since Tuesday, <laughs> uh, and I just did two shows back, to, four shows back to back the last two days, and I just came from Imagine show. So. <laughs> 
lots of energy. Do another show. Yeah. Yeah. Festival. yeah it's, but scratch is a different itch, so it's nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I, I read that it's going to be new material. Yes. Yeah. Can we can we get a sneak peek as to like what kind of? I'm just angry these days. I think. Is this the same inch that we know? No, I mean, maybe the or, original inch that original maybe inch, yes. like Kevin met many years ago, yes. young and young and spunky, and shoots her mouth off. And uh-huh. I think now, I mean, over the years, you grow up to self-censor yourself. You mm. try to be civil, and then I think as I get older, the amount of Bucks I have to give is severely <laughs> which is honestly a skill that I'm quite proud okay. of okay. having. Yeah. So I think the new music is a, a lot more unfiltered. I'm more interested in sort of just playing with sounds that I genuinely like, okay. which is just you know straight up rock. Right, so it's, it's still very like, guitar heavy right, right, stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah, in fact, it was really fun. It's just nice to go back to the studio and try guitar on guitar on guitar. Okay. Sort of a situation. Is Wall it, of it sound. a full-on band kind of thing as well? Yes, it's a okay. full-on band situation. Uh, for the new record, I went back to LA. Uh, a bunch of my friends, which I used to like, hang out with in LA, oh. they sort of like bought a property out in the desert and <laughs> oh, okay. built a studio there. So it was really <laughs> quite amazing to just like go over there, hang out with them for like two months and then write a new record. And uh, two of my closest friends, they, they sort of like... Everyone sort of like come into life and then both of them are actually recently Grammy nominated engineers. Wow. They've worked on okay. the Yeah Yes album. Oh. They worked Ooh. on Yeah, and the Spoon record, which I freaking love. It was such a great record. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I felt like it was kinda of cool to just connect with them again and then kinda of go back into what I find was interesting and and fun in terms of sound. Just be back out in the desert, which was nice and okay. quiet. That's a cool story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was out at Joshua Tree, uh, close uh, there, so Yakka Valley. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, Joshua Tree, your yeah, YouTube is not. I know it's everyone's favorite YouTube <laughs> album, but it's not mine. So. Okay, to be fair, I know everyone's gonna slam me like hell, but I am not a YouTube fan. <laughs> no, it's not because it's a millennial. It's just okay, maybe because I came from. I I used to go to church, and then every guitarist obviously wants to be the edge. Oh yes. So I feel like dotted that the dotted eight delay thing so just reminds me of church so music true, yeah. now. So. I know, I know, I know they shook from YouTube, but it just, the Dr. 8 thing, the delay thing just makes me think of church right now. Okay, okay. Just like, let's contemporize, like, religion, and and that's the sound of YouTube to me. That's a good point, that's a good point. Okay, I mean, but, you know, like, like, like Kevin, I was saying, like, really, the first time we met you, it was just after, I think I met you just after albums of Epiphany. Yeah. Coming in Honestly, Chris, like, kind of you're like one of the OG, like, journalists for music for OG. me. And like, I'm very grateful to people like you, Kevin, Patrick, yeah. who probably were the first journalists to actually cover Allura, Albans Epiphany. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think you were the, one of the first few journalists to interview me. Yeah, probably. do you remember where we, where we, we had that very first interview. Wasn't it at SPH itself? No, no. No? It was with Today? Yes, it was with Today. Yeah. But it was outside. Um, because 
you couldn't decide where you wanted to meet. Oh no. So it said, let's go down to Willow Place and there's a cafe upstairs or something. Like that. And then when I got there, I was like, I just saw you, right? I said, oh, okay. I, I thought the rest of the band were coming. And you <laughs> rolled your eyes and you just went, yeah, they That's will. They will. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so the band interview is inch. Yeah, very serious. Yes. I am so glad I am not mothering a bun a bunch of men children anymore. I apologize on their behalf. But I mean here's the thing, right? So going from that, like when your organs are definitely a then your solo stuff, which again, I mean recently for those who Still don't know. Can go and listen to our previous episode where we reviewed uh, 2013 Bum Puzzle Bum Puzzle Take Two Bum Puzzle yeah. album. Yeah, still a great album. Yeah, which I still think seriously. I still think that's a yeah. that that's definitely in my top ten all the time. When people ask me for a local band, that one will be there. Bye. Same as Thank you, guys. It's really, really that's good. really I mean, very kind. And I was very very glad that you did that because. And the first old company of home, I said, if it sounds like bedroom and if it sounds like wallflower again, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. But is that something that you've always, you know, okay, like, I've done the guitar thing, the acoustic guitar thing, I'm just going to try something. I guess so. I mean, I, I guess I'm quite of a, a thing that really kind of attracts me is having fun. Okay. And till date, it's still that. Right. Um, it was very funny because when I first started my acoustic stuff, it was because I was bored of doing the Lura thing. Yes. I was like, band, 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 front lady. People just think I'm this girl that fronts a band and yeah. sings rock music barefooted. Okay, fuck that. I'm going to go do something else. And then I play guitar and do the whole singer-songwriter, scratch my, my little, all my singer-songwriter, Fiona Apple itches, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, I think for Bedroom and for, for Wallflower, it was really fun learning the very basics of recording at that time because mm. I was doing everything myself. Right, right. I yeah. learned how to use my DAW. I started working preamps, you right. know, and stuff like that. So it was like a real nice sort of like introduction into the world, technical world of recording. Mm. Yeah. And then by the time Bump Puzzle came, I went into the a very stereotypical, I think it's a very stereotypical young person thing where you just go like, you go like, ooh, this is cool, so I'm going to go neck deep into this. And then oh, okay. I was like, then okay. I went neck deep into production. I was like, oh, we need tones, guitars. And then yeah, yeah. you just go into that straight. It's, it's, it's a very typical like art school student problem, I feel. Yes. Right? Okay. It's like, you go in and you'll be like, oh, I'm going to be different. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Right. And then now even some, when I go back and I'm like, wow. Some of it's so pretentious because, you know, you're just a young kid trying to find what's cool. You're <laughs> right, trying to right. use all this new vocabulary that you just learned, you know. Mm. Be like, oh, look at this code, jazz code. Mm. Yeah, and you yeah, try yeah. to stuff that in. Uh, but then I think now it's more interesting when I feel simplicity or really it's like a balance of how do you get simple, effective, strong narratives okay. through your music in that sense. But when I also do listen to like Lura stuff or Vince Epiphany even, mm. I'm like, there are times where I'd be like, Ugh, I'm technically criticizing myself, but then there's a lot of stuff yeah. that I also feel like, whoa, there's something quite spirited about that that I've lost as well now. I mean, at that time, you didn't have as much judgment, so you just kind of shoot your mouth off. And okay. I felt like I lost that a little bit. 
just kind of wind down. It's like, oh, okay, let's just try to marry the maturity of, I guess, understanding how to use your skill sets and vocabulary of tools while also still kind of, you know, trying to be as unfiltered as possible, which I think is quite a fun dance to try to do. Mm, I mean, but also the other thing is, I mean, you know, your music journey has been, it's, like, it's always very different each time around. Electro kind of stuff, then it's got Chinese music. Like, hyper, hyper. And then got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Schizophrenic, someone so, yeah, doesn't yeah, know just, what the fuck she's doing with her life. Cause, I didn't say that. Huh? No, no, no. I, 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 I mean, I honestly, that's, that's just me. I, I'm very happy being lost sometimes. Okay. And I think during the pandemic, admittedly, I think I was kind of lost. Okay. Uh, I think everybody else was. Yep. Uh, and then I did probably at that earliest half try to do things because everyone felt this need to do things. Right. Yes. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hate that word. Yeah. But then, um, <laughs> and I guess halfway through it, I was just kind of like, what's the point? Like, you know, there's a lot of noise. We're all trying to do something, like basically force a circle into a square peg sort of a situation. Okay. Okay. So then I decided not to do anything for a while, and then that's kind of been quite fun. And then you became a chef. Yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Okay. I got bored and started cooking a lot. I mean, I've always cooked, but right. then it's quite fun to just scratch another creative itch yeah. and do something else sure, and rejig the brain. Yeah. Yeah, and like she's appearing on MasterChef. Yeah. I don't know, is it Inch Chua? Is it the same person? Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. A lot of people, but people get bewildered, which yeah. is like understandably. Do and then the best part is like, so you're now a chef, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I just <laughs> do what I want to do, yeah. <laughs> and like, but it. I mean, right now it's quite fun to actually. I've kind of married art and food together as well okay so that's been quite fun because you know i've done theater yeah. i've done a lot of sound, binaural sound stuff because these are all my tech inklings that i kind of follow mm. um and then over the years as well just before the pandemic there was till the end of the world i mean no man's land which is my binaural musical yeah. anti yes. musical that i that's did right. yeah. uh and to me that took three years to develop okay and I'm currently working on a new theatrical musical production as well. I'm an associate artist of SRT at the moment, and they'll be doing the, I'll be working on their next main season. Uh, but you see, projects like this, the runway is like, I spend three to five years working and developing on the work. When you work on an album, you're working on a timeline of six to one year, you know? Right, okay. So all, I feel like over the years, like my calendar is quite fleshed out, but the projects that I work on, and you kind of just go through the creative muck for months to years and you don't get any gratification mm. and until the work right, is done the, yeah. and then you get the gratification. But then in between, it's very easy to kind of lose your mind, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, chefing and cooking has been really great because okay. it's one of those things where <coughs> you do your thing, you finish the night, you instantly get the gratification of your service and then right. that's been a really great thing to add that I've used to design my life right now. So I'm quite happy doing that on a like twice a week basis, you know, oh, in sort okay. of a situation. Um, and then we get to do really cool stuff. Like recently I collaborated with, uh, uh, with Open House and there were a bunch of fine artists that were there. Yeah. Uh, and what we did was whatever fine art work, they commissioned me to kind of create a dish or a tapas to go along with the work. Oh, and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> and then I think we're working with LaSalle next. We're going to do something called Sonic Tasting, where we're going to try yeah. to interpret sounds into food. Interpret uh, sounds into yeah. food. So okay. to me, it's like, at the end of the day, it's all art. So like, it's just about how you want to do that, and it's a variety of your skill sets that you can play with. Okay, let me put you on the spot then. 
Mm-hmm. What does uh, an acoustic guitar taste like? I think an acoustic guitar, because of reverberation of wood, okay. uh, the variety of timbers. Um, I would actually want to play something more water. Water. Water okay. elements around that. Because okay. to me, you want something that you can feel the reverberation or see the reverberation on. Right. And I would try to play something like that. Right, right. right. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds really cool. Though. Like for the recent one at an open house, like yeah. uh, the theme was a school theme and I somehow got sick bay as the theme, which how do you make it appetizing? Uh, but uh, what was interesting was they was a, they were actually playing with a lot of latex. So what we did was I took mozzarella cheese and uh, warmed it up and actually ballooned it. So you oh, turn right. mozzarella into a balloon yeah, yeah. and it's filled with smoked cedar and garlic air in there. So when you bite it, you have... But this is the idea of breath and latex. Okay. So, so here's a question... Like because you know, listening to you talk about all these different things, mm. right? So, and you talk about technical stuff and technique and all that. We all can learn technique, right? But being inspired and be creative, it's a totally different thing. So, how do you be get inspired? What makes you creative? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think just okay. There are. It really depends how surgical you want to get with it, yeah. right? Like, I, I feel like uh, as an artist and who you are, you, your personality and what you have to say and your experiences is very baked into what you produce at the end of the day. So I do feel like your well-being, first and foremost, needs to be in a good headspace. Or if it's not, you need to use that. Yeah, It's as simple as that. I think yeah. that's the base. It all starts from you. Um, and I think I'm going to try to steer the conversation a little bit in a di- like different way I think because it's just coming at the top of my okay. head but like, I think the number one thing a lot of artists sort of struggle with particularly in Singapore is how do you fiscally be sane like fiscal I think fiscal sanity oh, yes. okay. is yeah. super important yeah. right. uh, there's this always this romanticism over the years of like this person quit their day job and became a full-time musician. Yeah, and yeah, then right. you're like, okay. But we sensationalize that in Singapore a lot. Yes. Um, and I kind of disagree with that only because I feel if you check everywhere else and around the world, many people, mid-tier, whatever, just normal working-class musicians, they could continue to have their day yeah, jobs yeah. and stuff like that. And to me, that ability to actually have a day job be fiscally sane so that you can actually be in a comfortable space to create is actually extremely important. And this is in contextualized, especially in Singapore, where I think being financially stable is actually quite important socially, economically, and who you are, just surviving sort of in an understanding of urban survival. So I feel like in maybe just going back, turning back to the question, it's sort of like this part, particularly in Singapore, if you're not, kind of feeling comfortable on there, it, it will eventually eat you to the point where you're not able to be, yeah. crea- be creative, in my opinion. I've traveled to Epiphany, I've seen the sets I want to see, scaled the mountain top to bottom, hit the road, went back to boredom. What would you say has been like the best or the worst thing about I think the best thing about being where I am today is being able to have more clarity than I used to about one, the industry, 
um, and as well as but particularly post-pandemic, I think like it really kind of weeded out all the unnecessary things in my life. And I think having the clarity that I have today is probably the best thing that I, I can be grateful for. Um, I mean, there's so many things if you, if I, I probably want to tell myself when I was much younger, like the younger me. Mm. But uh, I guess necessary journey. Yep. Um, and I think the worst thing about being in my life right now is I'm severely sleep deprived. <laughs> I've said yes to too many things and I just want to do too many things. And it's right now really been quite painful juggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, just a run through if you're interested. Right. Yeah, SRT, this yeah, main right. associate artist, and I'm basically writing an entire musical play and it's an AI-centric work. So I've actually been learning coding for the last two and a half years on Python wow. and a variety of other things. But I've been interested in AI for the last three years. It's great that she kind of shitty that it hyped up last year, like overhyped in so mm. many ways. I'm just waiting for bad actors to leave yeah. and yes. for things to settle down in that space. Um, and then there's the bar specter that we're doing as well. Besides, I mean, the, one of the main reasons why I'm working on, on FMB as well is because I generally think mental health is extremely important. It's a little bit tough to talk about it, in my opinion, in the art scene, only because every time I've ever advocated for it, it sounds like we're a bunch of artists complaining. Right. It's positioned that way. Yeah. So uh, what we've done at the bar instead, you know, I mean, the truth is, like, I find F&B people who work, uh, who work there are very similar to the auxiliary people within the music industry as well. Mm. Like, very similar to crew. We work when people are, are, yeah. are, are off, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, what we do is, like, we're working as well with a lot of um, uh, therapists at the moment, and we've actually secured 73 hours of therapy for the industry, like the F&B industry. Oh. Okay. And we'll try to kind of advocate more for that and eventually try to advocate for policy and logistics through that department. Because I think the only way to make people listen sometimes is to get shit done. And then <laughs> and later on when it see it works, then you'll be like, this is the framework. This is how it works. Like, if you want to support it, you'll be supporting X, Y, Z. Makes yeah. it clearer. Um, and then there's Music for Good, which mm. is a revamp. Oh. <laughs> I've spoken to Patrick already. Patrick okay. has said the green light for this. We're bringing back Music cool. for Good oh, as a great, non-profit. Wow, We've wow, recently okay. been awarded the Start, Start Fund grant. Okay. We'll be okay. working with NYC and Scape as well. We're bringing back the Scape Invasion tours, and wow. okay. uh, so it goes back to our <laughs> it goes back to our uh, you know creating audience development, bringing back the vibrancy as well in our industry. And uh, besides these three things, then there is my new album. So that's all. Yeah. This is keeping me very busy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in, you know, in this whole space of time, right? Since we've kind of known you, right? So you know, Singapore seen very much. It's like five years. People come out and then they disappear, kind of thing, right? But you're you're still here. So, I don't know if that's a good thing. But yeah, it's a good thing. So maybe maybe you can just share a little bit your observations about Singapore art scene. I think you're quite well positioned to just really talk a little bit about that. I think it's good. It's 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 a complex situation because the things that have benefited us have also hurt us in some ways, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I think uh, the pandemic has done a great number of disservices. Yeah. Uh, besides just, the, I think people complain about the number of jobs or whatever it is and stuff and it disappear. But I think the more, 
I'm looking at things that are more priceless, not just like the things that disappear and will come back again. But I think the number one, the number one thing that the pandemics took away from the industry is momentum. Right. Because yeah. people don't understand that if you actually chart the statistical tra- trajectory of the industry from 2015 all the way to 2019, uh, things like financial artificial pumps into the industry that happened in 2015 with uh, SG50, mm. uh, it created a huge uh, influx of events. Yep. Yep. This is artificial. Because yeah, that's yeah. pumped in. But we need that kind yes, of artificial yes, pumping. Yes, but that kind of stuff really helped create it vibrancy. Naturally, in 2016, if you look at statistically, the amount of events teetered down yep. because the money was not there. But then if you calculated, if you looked at it 2016 to 2014, it has significantly higher. And then from 2017, it was organic. Mm. And then in 2019, there's one more. Uh, 2018, there was another artificial mm. pump, which is this bicentennial. Yep. So that pumped it up again. Uh, a lot more local and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 2019 was an all-time high. Right. And I felt that if you spoke to anybody, if like who I know who are organizers and industry, the interest was there, the people, everything yeah. was at its peak. And it was, it was definitely snowballing. So I think that was the one priceless thing that, the, that was taken away. And then as I genuinely believe the pandemic is a good thing, only because uh, I believe in natural selection. Right. Oh, and it was really a good time to really allow a lot of people who were, the Dilulu is strong. And then it was a good time for them to really face how systems are, broken systems are still, really cannot work. Mm. You know, inflated systems that should not be existing and where the roadblocks and stuff were at. So it's like a real catalyst to kind of, for us to face the truth of a lot of healing systems. Yeah. Which is good and bad because it's obviously kind of really brought the industry back to a very regressive state, in my opinion. But we are far behind from where we were. Uh, obviously, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people yep. that were part of the industry left the industry in order to pursue their own survival. And then a lot of good ones don't, are not willing to return. But I think it's all for the better as well because I think in many ways, because of the way the system has always been, it's been abusive, it's not been very conducive to a lot of people as well. So like for example, backstage crews or whatever it is, yeah. you've found a better life now for yourself. I think mm-hmm. that's a good thing. And then maybe it is on the onus of the industry to start thinking about welfare for people and and, and also the evident need, which is to, number one, educate our audience yes. that your entertainment is not free, yep. that your entertainment requires, uh, uh, you know, it, yeah. well, these things are extremely important. Uh, I get the big... There's only one thing that's just that is like what can people like I mean you're doing this run now, uh, the pandemonium. Yeah. So eighteen more shows. We're we're very well sold, so I'm very glad okay. we've been playing out so out to Austin. Right. Yeah. So after that, where else can people see you on stage? Uh you'll be doing more gigs. Yeah. I'm doing I can't remember the date off the top of my head. <laughs> but it I'm doing actually a, a small underground gig at Phil Studio. Oh, right. right. Okay, yeah, because yes, yes. I've been really yeah, wanting to go back to right. play like gigs that that kind of have a real cool vibe. Mm. <laughs> and like, and, and I'm in the position where I'm not in any management that won't allow me to. So I'm like, yeah, let's go do things, you know, and like do, do things where I think would make people like, you know, what, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, okay, cool, cool, great. Thank you very much. No, thanks, guys.
it was really fun. It was really good to get to sit down to talk to her about music. I mean, we you know we we meet up with her through the years and all that kind of stuff. But if we we hardly ever get you know talk about her her music journey in the, in this kind of manner. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean it's pretty. I mean, I I kind of felt a, a little bit emotional during the interview. Really? Okay. Uh, because yeah, because looking at her now, right? And in my mind's eye, it's like you know I still see that, that <laughs> kind of teenager, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I still see the young kid, and to see how she has matured and how she has grown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you feel a sense of pride to a certain extent, and uh, how she has really kind of applied herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's not often something you can say about mm. Singapore artists. Oh, that's true. That's true. Right? Yeah, and she's not only like just music, right? She's kind of really, really kind of in all. I mean, she's a true artist, like in the real sense of the word, and she yeah, tries yeah, to yeah. expand her horizons and try to do all sorts of things. Yeah, because you know Singapore is 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 pretty limited, right? So, uh, she really tries to you know search for various nooks and crannies to try to That's express true. herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think that was, that was an interesting thing for me as well. Because yes. over here, if you really just want to do music, sometimes you, it's tough going. You know, that, mm. that's, that's not, we're not, not sugarcoating it, I think. Maybe. No, no. It's no. really tough to really just make that your thing. But for me, to me, when, I, when she's talking and stuff, I was just thinking, wow, she's really such a true creative yes yeah 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 everybody talks about content creators and creatives and blah 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 yeah but, yeah but seriously i mean you know like like what we we're talking about right she's in a, she's she, she was in a musical in a play she's yeah. done she's written a book you know she's mm. done she's on she was on tv and she's doing she cooks and, you know apart from yes. music there's all these yes. other things that yes she's done. correct and all of it is it has some measure of creativity uh in there Yes, very, very, uh, as usual, uh, I mean, you know, because like, you know, always think of her like the chitty buddy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe small, but she's hot, <laughs> right? And it has tons of impact, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that is not, I'm so glad to see that that is still her because I could kind of see it, like, even when I first met her, mm. you know, she was a teenager. So it's kind of not a surprise to an extent, right? right? Okay, Where she okay. is now because you could see that. You know, you know, people always talk about passion and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And it becomes a cliche, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, to me, right, if, if you don't have passion, then you're not an artist, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. What, what are we talking feel, about? You right? need to feel strongly about you know, exactly. what you want to do. But, yeah. 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 So for Inch, that's why I've always felt loud that, it, you know, it's for her, it's always about her art first. Mm, mm. So, yeah. So it's great to see that so called. Uh, her blossoming in that sense and and kind of feeling that you know she's still yeah, yeah. <laughs> still has you know many things to do la. <laughs> yeah, so that's been, yeah I mean yeah not so, not yeah. least of it is it's her, her new uh, EP that she's putting yeah. up for it's the next, new kind of her new music yeah man like uh, which which I she gave her she gave a, a brief uh, sneak peek into it uh, at her set mm-hmm. Uh, during the ASEAN festival and and I, I, I mean I can't I can't I was like wow okay mm. this, she's she's really you know it's it's very funny because like in one way she's taking it forward but in another way she's also like um, acknowledging her roots at the same time in the sense of the music in the sense of the the music itself is it's a lot heavier than anything I've ever heard her do right um, you know even heavier than all her her stuff with Alura but 
at the same time, it also harks back to that kind of because she was playing with mm. the band. It was a full band, you know. Yeah. And there's that whole band vibe. You know, you know what I mean, right? The, like you can tell when there's a singer and then musicians, and then when there's a band. You know, mm. the 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 vibe from from for for those two different. It's it's very different when it comes to things like that, and uh, yeah, I, I really can't wait to hear to when when, when yeah. she finally puts it out. Um, yeah, you know, that that's one thing I'm, I'm looking forward to for the new year. Yeah, same here. So um, if you want to hear how the you know you just need to go go online and just look for Inshua and uh, mm. just see her musical progress from mm. <laughs> from Alura days all the way through to where she is now. And yep. then, you know, hopefully her new music, you guys will get to hear that soon as well. Yeah, so on Instagram, she's at this is Inch. On Spotify, just look for Inch Chua. Uh, we'll, again, we'll leave, we'll leave all the links yep. in the show notes so you can just go and uh, find out what she's up to and, you know, click the bell and all that kind of stuff. Huh? So when her new music mm. drops, you'll be the first to know. Yeah, and, and similarly, click the bell and, and leave a like and share this with all your friends. Uh, we've, we've reached the century mark, and we wanna <laughs> we wanna we wanna hit the next the the what the bicent by bicentennial bicentennial yeah yeah yeah. Let's see whether yeah. we can reach there or not la. Yeah, no reason why we shouldn't. No, no, no. Many many reasons why we cannot. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. The 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 probability is that we we should be able to do it. And yeah, and we can do it a lot better if you share this with all your friends. Uh, you know, tell them to leave a like, leave a rating because uh, you can do that on on Spotify, on Apple. Tell us what you like and don't like um, on our socials as well. Lion City Rock on Instagram mm. and on Facebook. But yeah, 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 let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about or, or want us to feature. Like, yeah, is that it? Yeah. Well, the usual thing. I mean, the usual kind of. Shilling, shilling is to. it? So yeah, definitely. You know, uh, for Christmas is out there. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put this on your Christmas party playlist. Yes, it's a it's, yeah. a, it's a nice song. In fact, I tell you what. Hang on, <laughs> let me let me just let me just put it on now as our play out track. Fancy lights and shopping sprees, they don't really bother me. The parties and the dancing nights to fill my head with pretty sights. Yeah, so for Christmas, uh, yeah, it's, it's on all the platforms, right? You can mm-hmm. get on Bandcamp, yep. all that kind of stuff. Well. Bandcamp, if you want, if you want a, a digital file, yeah. And, and this is actually is a new version. Not was it a new version? Or something you read it? Well, there's re- some, there's some, there's some. Uh, I think, I think I there's some more vocal parts and right. Yeah, it's a different version from what was. Previously on Ben Camera. Right, right. Yeah, and of course, you know, lovingly mixed and, and mustered by Patrick Chen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Patrick. <laughs> uh, I so, forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so just check it out, yeah. Kevin, you, you you did mention previously that you're putting out some more new stuff uh, in the year ahead, right? As well. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the idea. I mean, okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, 2023 was a bit of an experiment, I guess, in terms right. of um, trying to figure out, to a certain extent, this whole streaming nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, yeah, there's some conclusions I've reached, so I think that will kind of... <laughs> 